Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. So the 87 playoffs. Jordan made it as a 40 and 42. The Celtics did it again. Okay? He played the same three All-Stars. Because here's here's another argument that you have, is that they say, well, Jordan played against all these Hall of Famers and All-Stars. Okay. I get the Hall of Fame issue. However, you can't say LeBron's play, who who's making the Hall of Fame out of the years LeBron's played because they're not all done playing yet. Like, that's a problem. So, I went off All-Stars. How many All-Stars did you play against? If you played against the same All-Stars every single year, guess what? That counted as one group of All-Stars. Whether you made the All-Stars in 86 or the and then also made the All-Star team in 87, it's still the same three guys that made All-Stars. I'm not counting you twice. Everybody else is going to. I'm not because they want to boost some stats. Whatever. So, 87 playoffs, Celtics won 3-0. Bulls make the playoffs at a 40-42 and record. So, Jordan's first three years, he's won 108 games. Okay? Keep that in mind. Then, he averaged, this series, it was 35-7, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, and 2.3 blocks per game. So, he there's that. All right? Then the 88 playoffs, he beat the Cavs, and then he loses the Detroit in the semifinals. He played against two All-Stars that series, Brad Daughtry and Isaiah Thomas. Still averaged, you know, he averaged 45, 5, 4, 2, and 1 against the Cavs, and then 27, 8, 4, and 2 against the, and .6 against the Detroit Pistons. So, yes, so Jordan at this point is scoring a lot of points and his teams aren't winning games. So, but he has no other help because his teammates, his best teammates in those first seasons are, let me, so Jordan's teammates those years was Orlando Woolridge in 84 and 85. He had nine wins, a nine-win share, okay, and a 2.5 VORP. Everybody else was negative 0. 0.1, 0. 0.4, minus 0. 0.1, minus 0. 0.2. You had the next highest win share total was Steve Johnson with a 3.1. And I know you guys never heard of Steve Johnson because I never heard of Steve Johnson until now either. <laughs> All right? And then 85-86, when Jordan played 18 games. He still had a win share of 1.4, and his VORP was still 1.3. Again, his best teammate was Orlando Woolridge at 5.6 and 2.3. And then you had Gene Banks at 4.3 and 1.5. Everybody else was below that on the VORP scale. Like, you had 0. 0.9, 0. 0.7, 0, 1.1, a minus, and a zero. Like, so you had rotation guys. Like, he never had that second player. Okay, 86, 87. Jordan's second best teammate, or Jordan's best teammate, was John Paxson. He had a six win share and a .4 VORP. Like, 
He's a starting guard when he shouldn't be starting. He doesn't fall in that starting category. Oh yeah. Or Dave Corzine at a point nine and Banks at a point four. Okay. And then in eighty seven, eighty eight. So eighty seven, eighty eight. They go fifty and thirty two. Okay. So they go fifty and thirty two. It's the uh that's when they they beat the Cavs and that's when they lose to Detroit. Okay. And on that team Jordan had it was Jordan, Oakley, Corzine, Paxson, Grant, Brad Sellers, Scotty Pippen, and Sam Vincent. Okay? So Jordan had uh, wind shares of 21.2 and a, tw- and a 12.5 VORP. Okay? Now, if you want to translate VORP into uh, winds, if you want to chan- chan- change it to winds above replacement, like you have in baseball, what you do is you take the VORP, Take, so Jordan's 12.5 times 2.7, and you get 33. So he accounted for 33 games is what he accounted for. 33 games is what he was above a replacement player. But again, you really can't do that in basketball because it's all interchangeable and everything else, and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's not, it doesn't work that well. It doesn't work the way you want it to work like you do in baseball. So... You have to just take VORP as it is and then be done with that. So, again, he has a couple starters with him and then a bunch of rotation players. Okay? And he, they get to 50 and 32. But in... And then... So, and then with... So, basically, what you do is then you take... So, playoff-wise, you still can use VORP, but it's a little more condensed because it's not as many games. It's, it's just... It's crazy. So, then, 88-89... This is the second year with Jordan, Pippen, Paxson, and Grant on the team. Okay? So this is year number two. 89, they beat the Cavs, who were 57 and 25. They beat the Knicks, who were 52 and 30. He also played against, you know, two other All-Stars, Price and Larry Nance Sr. Um, so, yeah. And then this series, so this is where it is. So the 89 playoffs, so this is where Jordan takes a huge leap on his assists. Okay, so before he's been averaging, what, 4.6, 5.4, or 4.8, um, 6. So not a whole lot of assists. This, okay, so this year, he takes a huge leap in passing the ball. So against the Cavs, he scored 39.8 points. He had 5.8 rebounds, 8.2 assists. He averaged three steals and .4 blocks. Against the Knicks, he averaged 35.7, a 9.5, 8.3, a 2.5, and a 1.3. And then against Detroit, it was 29.7 and a 5.5 and a 6.5 and a 2.0 and a half a block. Okay, His teammates that year was Jordan, Grant, Pippen, and Paxson. Hodges, Sellers. Sam Vincent and Bill Cartwright. So this is the team. The, the, the fighting, the starting five: Jordan, Grant, Pippen, Paxson, and Cartwright. Those five are the ones that actually go on to be the starters for the championship team. So this is their first year together. Okay, and they went 
and they go 47 and 35. Jordan had a 19.8 win share. Grant had a 6.4. Pippen had a 4.0. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of knowledge. Drop a little knowledge on this whole podcast is one thing I did find out that I didn't realize. Well, I mean, I saw it with the eye test because me, Scotty Pippen, didn't pass the eye test as a kid. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's the best. No. Horace Grant was by far Jordan's best teammate. Horace Grant was by far Jordan's best teammate for three, four years, five years. Pippen didn't get good. Get good. Jeez. Get good, kid. Uh, Pippen didn't become Pippen until after Jordan left. And then when Jordan came back, all he did was fill in the roles, but we're not there yet. So you have Jordan at a 9.8, 19.8, and then, okay, and Grant, so there's that. And then we got in the playoffs, Jordan was a four-win share and a 2.5 VORP. While Grant was a 1.6 and a 0.3. And Pippen stepped up a little bit, but he was still only accounted for 1.3 win shares and a 0.8 VORP. So he still wasn't like, he was still a starter. They're both starters at that point. And yeah. Now, 89-90, they go 55-27. and 27. Again, it's Jordan and Grant at the top two. And way ahead of Pippen. Like Grant is has separated himself out from Pippen. Even in the playoffs. In the 89-90 playoffs, Grant plays better than Pippen. Oh, I guess, uh, yeah, so 89-90. Yeah, 89-90 playoffs. Grant plays better than Pippen. So in the 90 playoffs, they beat the Bucks, Philly, and then they lose to Detroit again. Okay? So, so let's see. 85, the Bucks didn't win the championship. 86, Celtics, I think, won the championship that year, and I think they won in 87 as well. 88, Detroit lost to the Lakers. 89, Detroit won. 90, Detroit won. And then 91, so here you get to 91. And Pippen has kind of made the step over Grant, but not much. So you have Jordan with a 20.3 win share. Okay, so this team went 61 and 21. Now, Jordan had a 20.3 win share. So Jordan's win share is kind of coming down not a whole lot I mean still around the 20 range so he's still your best player in the regular season then you got Pippen and Grant and then it's a huge fall off from there with Paxson and Cartwright but at this point Paxson is a 1.1 VORP so he's actually a starter now Grant's a 3.1 Pippen's a 5.9 so you got all-star so basically you have all-star potential with both of those guys and then you got Jordan who's a 10.8 VORP just outstanding so and then they beat the Knicks which won 39 games that year Jordan had 29 4 6 so and even oh in the 90 playoffs Jordan averaged 36 43 and 32 for points and he had 7 7 and 6 assists so again he's averaging a 30 a 30 plus point so at this point Jordan still is doing it all and lifting his teammates as well as you can tell by Scottie Pippen's getting better. Okay? So Jordan brought Pippen along. Grant was already good. Like, Grant what came into the league busting. So then you have... So then you got the 91 playoffs. They beat the Lakers. Jordan averaged 31.2, 6.6, 11.4 assists that year. 
11.4 assists. Okay? Just remember that. Like, y'all say Jordan doesn't pass the ball. Clearly, Jordan passes the ball in the playoffs. He may not pass the ball a lot in the regular season, but he's definitely passing the ball in the playoffs. 92, he just comes out and scores and murders people. Jordan murdered people. And this is also the first year that Scottie Pippen made a play a all-star as well. Or I guess it's not the first time. It's the second time that Pippen's made all-star as well. So then Jordan comes out against Miami with a 45-9-6 line. 9.7 rebounds, 6.7 assists, averaged 45 points. Like, yeah. You got the Knicks, 31.3, 5.7, 4.3. Pretty much took, you know, didn't pass the ball. But if you look at the 91, 92, 91 and the 92 playoffs, okay, you have 91 and 92. Grant is still the second best player on the team, okay? Grant in 91 92 is the second best player on the team. All right? And. Jordan made those. It was just crazy. Of how they did that. So like Jordan was a 4.1 win share. 3.3 and Pippen was a 3. Grant was 3.3 and Pippen was a 3.1. So Jordan Grant and Pippen was a three headed monster. So that's where Jordan's got the better teammates. Because even in 92 93. You got Jordan, 17.2, 9.1, and even, like, their VORP. I mean, Pippen's best VORP in the playoffs was 91-92 at a 2.0. He never topped a 2 in the playoffs ever again. Okay. Grant is, Horace Grant is very underrated. Very underrated. And he was constantly in that 1 to 2 range in the playoffs. Where you want him to be. Like, Horace Grant is by far one of the most underrated basketball players ever. That I'm, for what he did. Okay, so then 92-93. So, 92-93, they play the Suns. Okay, and we're going to get to some game scores here. Well, we'll talk about this one. And about... Uh, let's see, where's... I gotta find it. Sorry, I got like... Alright, right here it is. So, the 92-93 Suns Bull Series. Okay. Um, Jordan just goes off in that series. He has a 29.6 game score. It's the highest of his career. Previously, it was 29.4. Okay. Pippen was a 15.6, Grant a 12.8, and 11.2. So, like, Pippen showed up at times in the finals. Those first three finals, Pippen showed up. (coughs) Sorry. Because against the Lakers, he was a 17.5 game score. So, yeah. So, Pippen showed up in the finals. Three straight years. But that Bulls Blazers series, yeah. I know I'm jumping around a lot here. My ADD's kicking in a little bit. So, it was the 90. So, basically, 
the Bulls don't get three the first three championships without Jordan. Okay? Because he had game scores of 29.4, uh, 25.8, and 29.6. So basically the offense and everything went through Jordan that time. So this is going to be all pre, um, pre-baseball. Okay? But Grant still by far the second best player on the team in the regular season and in the playoffs, just an FYI. Because even 92-93, he's getting... He has a 2.4 win share and a 1.9 VORP. Jordan's got a 2.7 VORP. Like, Grant's right there behind Jordan. <laughs> like, is like right there. All right, now, everybody talks about what the Bulls did after Jordan left for baseball. Okay, here's the deal. This team was already established, as we can tell. Like, if you take Jordan out of the equation, Pippen steps up a little bit more, Grant steps up a little bit more, and do they make do they make a run into the into the finals like they did? No, they don't. This team doesn't make the finals without Jordan those first three years. End of story. Okay? So, 93-94, Jordan leaves to go play baseball. Dad passed away. Sad time in his life. Goes and plays baseball. Pippen comes over. He's going to take... He's like, I'm the guy. Well, you're not that great of a guy because your 11.2 win shares and your 6.8 VORP is not much different than what you had any other time in your career. So he really didn't step up that much. So he's still playing. Jordan's a, Pippen's is a great second guy, but they didn't have that guy that could take it over. Grant was still 10.0 and a 3.9. So Grant, his numbers kind of went down, went down without Jordan, but not much. I mean, and then you had Armstrong step up. He had a seven and a half one chair and a 1.3 VORP and Kerr, it was a 6.1 and a 1.5 warp. So you had four guys that, you know, are there. So then, but in the playoffs, this is where they shrink again. They weren't, I mean, again, they're not playoff. Because you got a 1.2 and a 0.7, a 1.7 and a 0.7. Like, yeah, that team made it to the second round and lost. Like, that's where that should have team would have won. The previous three teams without Jordan would have done the same thing. Then you got the 94-95 Bulls. Pippen still playing Pippen things. 11.8 and a 7 point. Like, that's solid. Is it, But then you got you, add in, you throw in Kukoc, who now replaces Grant, at a 10.0 and a 4.1. So, that's pretty equal. Armstrong stepped it up a little bit at an 8.1, but his VORP was a 1.1. So, I mean, or 1.3. Then you got Kerr at a 5.9 win share and a 1.4. I mean, Jordan comes back in the playoffs and is the best Vort player at a 1.0 and win shares at a 1.3. So then you go with the 95-96, okay? 95-96 season. Jordan leads his team to a championship, okay? But he had a 4.7 win shares. Pippen's kind of stepped up. However, the game score, this is the kicker. This is where I say they give the MVP to the winning team, to a player on the winning team, because Jordan was not the best player in this Bulls Sonic series. Sean Kemp was. Okay, If it was not for Dennis Rodman, the Bulls lose to the Sonics. Just saying. Okay, That's one knock against Jordan. Okay, He was not the best player 
in that series. Then you go with the Bulls versus the Jazz, and it was basically the Jordan and Pippen show, 96-97. Um, let's see. So, oops. Doobie-dooby-doo. Yeah, so 96-97. You got Jordan with an 18.3 win share, Pippen with a 13.1, Kerr 7.5, Kuchot 6.9. They went 69 and 13. Oh, 72 and 10 was the year before. So when Jordan comes back, he's more of a team player. Is what his his win shares is kind of like he's kind of spread the love out to everybody else. He's not being as dominant as he was before baseball. And I don't. And I want to talk about the what the Bulls did after Jordan left for the final time because this is when they did a complete teardown of the team okay because that's where we should really be talking about it not the 95 team or the 94 team like that team was already going to make playoffs anyway without Jordan it was already it was already built that way okay but after that the Bulls completely tore it down okay 13 and 37 17 and 64 15 and 67 21 and 61 for the next four years. Okay. Jordan was the best player in every finals except for one. Um, and Jordan went against 34 different all-stars in his time in the, in the playoffs as well. Okay. So let's go to LeBron. Jordan had better te- so right now Jordan's got good teammates and you want to know and I'm going to tell you this a lot of people point to that 06 07 team with the uh with Braun and here's the thing okay Braun was good okay early on in his career he just wasn't Jordan good that's all I'm saying all I'm saying is Braun was not Jordan good because so Braun's first year in the league he had a 5.1 win share and a 2.9 VORP okay he did have the tightest VORP on the team but Boozer was the leader of that first team then you had Braun and you had Gooden and you had Elgowskis okay those are the three guys and you're like well that's Elgowskis and Gooden like yeah but Braun only accounted for 14.3 of those win shares and a 9.1 uh, VORP. He, had a, he did have a 9.1 VORP though. So he carried that team. But his win share, like, so, so that's what, that, so that's where it's twofold. Like, you can look at win shares and you look at VORP, but it's whichever one you want to go off of. I'm looking at both. You got 16, and then his third year, he's 16.3 and a 9.4. Elgowskis is still. A 2.1 and a 1.0. So, Jordan had... So, he actually has starters on his team. Guys that should be starting the league. Guys that should be all-stars in the league, okay? But LeBron's still setting himself above the rest. And then, uh, you saw in 06, 07, a 13.7, a 6.6, a 6. So, in 07, that 07 team was pretty much spread out. And even in the playoffs... Wasn't that? I mean, LeBron had a two point two. Yeah, he carried his team, uh, but it's that O seven team is not as bad as everybody thought it was. Does Jordan still have better teammates? Yes. 
Jordan still has better teammates. That's all I'm saying. So, we're going to have to give the nod to Braun, who carried worse teammates farther. Let's put it well. Yeah. So, you had... Right, because you had... Uh, where is it at? Jeez, man. Yeah, so you had... Definitely had... Braun with the better teammates. Oops, there we go. Because Jordan's worst teammates... I mean... I wouldn't even say Braun had better teammates. I would just say... You know what? Braun was actually better than Jordan. Uh, according to Vorp. Because his... Well, his first year, Jordan had a higher Vorp. Well, throwing out the second year. And then a 10.6 and a 9.1. They're probably about even. And then... Jordan had a 12.5. Yeah. And 11.4. Braun had a 9.5. 8.1. 9.8. LeBron hit 11.8 finally in, in 2008 and 2009 when they went 66 and 16. And so, which, I mean, and let's pick and choose. I mean, do we want to pick and choose? Because, yeah, you can say that 017 was, was one of the most horrible teams ever, but they went 50 and 32 that year. And if you look at... I mean, you want to take LeBron's or Jordan's 47 and 35 year. He had an 11.4 vote. Grant had a 1. Pippen had a 1.5. And, and Paxson had a point three. Meanwhile, over here you got Braun at 8.1. You got Ilgauskas at a 1.3. Verjao at 1.1. And Gooden at a 1 point. So, yeah. Like, all starters. I mean, yeah. So, they're, I guess their teammates... When they started really winning, kind of equal out is what it really does. I mean, even when you look at Braun and, let's see, Braun and Wade and Bosch. Like, they never get to, oh, well, yeah. I mean, the so the Braun, Wade, and Bosch scenario is... About even with Scott Wade and or Scotty and Mike, or Scott or Mike and Horace Grant, like those three guys. And Rodman wasn't that big of an influence either, as much as everybody thinks he was. In the ninety-seven ninety-eight was the only year that he was actually any good, and Kukoc was the second best player on there in Vorp with a three point oh. So. I mean, and then at this point, so when LeBron started winning his championships, he had the better teammates, according with Vorp. Okay, if we were going to go off Vorp, they had he had the better teammates. The win shares were not as distributed like they were with LeBron. Accounted for more win shares, is what I'm saying. Um. Where with the Vorp, they were LeBron's teammates were way better than uh, Jordan and Pippen. Like Bosch, Wade, and Braun, 
Bosch and Wade are better than Pippen and Grant. Or Pippen and Rodman. Let's go that route as well. Like, so you can't really go there with that. Like, yeah, he took the Cavs teams really sucked and he made them really good. Okay. I granted that. But the Heat teams, those, those are better than, uh, his supporting cast was better than Jordan's supporting cast. Okay. And then you go back to the Cavs. He still has a better supporting cast than what Jordan did as Irving's got a 4.2 VORP and Love's got a 3.0 VORP. And he lucked out on some championships. I ain't kidding you. Like, LeBron should have probably at least one more championship. Maybe two. Two. He should at least have two more championships. So that puts him at six. And I say that. Because in the 2014 series, Wade doesn't show up. All right? And they lose to the Spurs. LeBron had a 22.5 game score. The next closest was Bosch at a 10.6. Wade was a 7.9. As we said, a game score, 10 is your average. Okay? The 2015 season, Irving played one game. And if he would have continued to play that series... And then they also had no love as well. If he would have had love in Irving, he wins that series over the Warriors. Because LeBron had a 24.6 a game score, and Irving had a 21.1 in that one game. And then you had Mozgov and Thompson, 11.8 and 11.2. Which best Curry, Iguodala, Green, and Thompson. So that's why I say there's at least two more championships. Okay. 2016, they obviously win. They actually had the two best players in that series. With Braun and Irving. The Cavs losing to uh, the Warriors in 17. You got Braun with a 29.6 game score. And Durant a 30.3. Man. And then Curry had a 24.1. Like that 2017 Warriors team is going to beat any team ever assembled. You can at me on that too. I don't care. And then, uh, 2018, Durant was a 26.9 game score. Braun had a 28.3. But then they still had Curry, Green, and Thompson. Meanwhile, Braun stuck with Love, Nance, and Smith. So, LeBron's, so LeBron has done more with less when he's on the Cavs and done more with more when he was on the Heat. Let's put it that way. Okay. And so far, LeBron has faced better competition. Okay. Like, by far. Like, I'll give you the game scores. Here's the here's the game scores of the finals. That's Like I said, that's what I'm basing this off of, is playoffs. Your, your personal accomplishments in the regular season doesn't mean squat to me. Because everybody can... I mean, we if we want to do that, then let's throw George Gervin, Bernard King, Pete Maravich all out there. As the greatest player of all time. We know they're not. Okay. So, Braun had had to go against a 30.3 Durant, a 24.1 Curry, a 10.1 game score Thompson, and a 9.5 Green. Then he had to follow it up again the next year with a 26.9 Durant, a 20.1 Curry, a 13.7 Green, and a 9.6 Thompson. Then, he when he won against the Heat, 
He had to go against a 27.7 Butler. So, <coughs> and he won that one. So again, LeBron's never been, has, hasn't been the best player in his first series with the, his first finals with the Cavs. He only had a 10.6 and Gooden was a 9.0. Like they said, that, that team, that 07 team was very solid, was a f- more solid team than everybody thinks. Okay. And then, so he wasn't the best player there. Because Parker had a 16.2, Duncan was a 5.3, or a 15.3, and Ginobili was 11.6. The Cavs, the Cavs are just overwhelmed. The 2011 Heat, you got Braun at a 13.7, Wade was a 22.7. So Wade showed up that Braun didn't, Bosch was a 10.9. Okay, that's another thing I found out is Bosch is like good, Bosch has just never been great. So... I guess that kind of waters things down too. So then you have Dirk at a 16.6, Jason Terry at a 13.4, Chandler at 11, and Marion at a 10. So the top four players versus these top floor players, it's very equal. However, the Mavs came out on top. You know, that's how that works out. Then you have the 2012 Heat. You got James at a 23.6, Wade at a 16.4, Bosch at 11.9, Battier showed up with a 9.3. Meanwhile, Durant and Westbrook were at a 20.7 and 18.9. So, he's playing two of the best players. The Thunder just didn't have any help. And that's not a knock against LeBron. Like, Thunder made the championship that year, even though it was a shortened season. Then you got the Spurs heat. Bronze the best player again. Obviously, they win. Uh, Wade's a 14.9. Bosch is a 12.1. So, like I said... Those Heat teams are very similar to the Jordan Bulls teams. Okay. Because you got Jordan with a 29 and a 17 for Pippen and a 13 for Grant. And then you got Paxson at a 12. So Paxson showed up at that playoffs in 99-1. So, yeah. So, that's, yeah. Because Jordan, Jordan never had, only had one, out of the top three players, there was only one final series where Jordan had somebody under uh, under 10 and that was Tony Kukoc in 96-97 at a 6.7 that was their thir- that was their third best player okay but they were going against Malone and Stockton and Jordan by far was the better player and Pippen was too uh, against Stockton anyways so yeah so right Jordan never had a face never faced anybody like what LeBron has. I mean, so like if you compare the 11 Mavs to the, you can compare the 11 Mavs to basically the 92 trailblazers. You can compare that thunder team to the, the 91 Lakers. You can compare that Spurs team to, I don't know, the, the, the jazz. You can compare that other Spurs team to the jazz again. Um, that Warriors team that LeBron lost to, you can compare that to, you know, the Blazers, the other Warriors team that LeBron beat, uh, compare that to the Blazers as well. Like, but then you can't compare any of the last three teams he played against to anyone that Jordan played. All right. Now let's go with this. All right. So 
Jordan had 14 teammates with an 8-plus win share. Okay? LeBron had a seven had 17 teammates with an 8-plus win share. So, Lebr- like I said, LeBron LeBron's teammates weren't as bad as everybody thinks they are. And that's the point that I'm making on the teammates. Is LeBron wasn't as bad as they were. Now, after LeBron left, the Cavs go 19-63, and 21-45, and 45, and 24-58. and 58. So, LeBron played against 49 different All-Stars. Okay? Jordan played against only 34. And like I said, I'm not even counting them twice. LeBron played more against more All-Stars. And I understand that's fan voting, but a lot of fans picked the best players. That's all there is to it. Okay? So, now let's go with playoffs. Here's the playoff scenario. Let's break it down. Jordan averaged 33.4 points each playoffs. LeBron was a 28.7. Rebounds. Jordan averaged 6.4. LeBron was a 9. Assists. 5.7 to a 7.2. Steals. 2.1 to a 1.7. Blocks. They were the same. 0.9. Turnovers. 3.1 and a 3.7. Minutes played. They played about the same amount of minutes. 41.8 to 41.5. They shot about the same on field goal percentage at 48.7 and 49.4. Three-point percentage is still 33 and 33. Free throws, 82 and 74. However, Jordan's VORP was a 24.7. LeBron's 33.9. Win shares. Jordan accounted for 39.8 win shares for his team. LeBron, 55.7. 55.7. Usage, 35 and 32. LeBron's getting used less than the playoffs. True shooting, 56.8 and 58.3. Offensive win shares, Jordan was a 27.3. LeBron accounted for 38.2. And then you want to say LeBron doesn't play defense. And Jordan did because he has one defense player of the year. Defensive win shares, LeBron 17 and a half Jordan 12.4 LeBron made a bigger impact on his playoff teams than Jordan just saying and again I'm not even a LeBron guy everybody knows this I'm not a LeBron guy I'm just stating stating the I am just stating the stats folks all right now you want to say here's another thing another knock well Jordan played only 15 years LeBron's played for I don't know what 20. Okay, let's go with a 15-year to 15-year career. Shall we? We shall. So, if you go off based off a 15-15 career, you still have LeBron. Jordan scored 30.1, LeBron 27.3, rebounds 6.2 to 7.7, 5.3 to 7.5, steals 2.3 to 1.5, they each average a .8 block. Jordan had 2.7 turnovers per game, while LeBron has 3.5. True shooting, LeBron's the better shooter. On true shooting, 56.9 and 59.9. Three points better than Jordan. Well, he equates probably to one extra, you know, probably equates to at least one extra bucket somewhere. Usage, 30, Jordan was used 33.3% of the time. LeBron, LeBron 31.8. Win shares, 214 for Jordan. 213.9 to Braun. Very close. 
so they each have, for a 15 year career they have the same wind chairs now the 15 year career I took out was LeBron's first three years right yeah his first three years so LeBron's been in the league for 18 years going to be 19 okay Vorp again Vorp is the one that is the one constant here Jordan had a 116.1 Vorp LeBron a 121.1 Vorp so even on a 15-year career basis, bronze value above replacement is more than Jordan. Is What is that? 10, ten wins above Jordan. Oh, my gosh. My mind is blown, people. Like, you have, not, you have no idea how much my mind is freaking blown right now after doing all this info. I got nothing else. I mean, I have absolutely zero else. If you want to throw at me, I got about 22 pages worth of info here that I did. Okay. On teammates, on everything. So if you want to come at me, find me on Twitter. You want to say, here, better yet, how about this? LeBron's opponent's record in the playoffs, winning percentage was a 635. Jordan's was a 65-7. So again... They played about the same amount of quality of teammate of opponents. Jordan went seven and two and against sixty plus one teams. LeBron went three and five. Okay, no big deal. They go six and four and six and five against fifty five plus one teams. Seven and one and seven and one. Eight no. Bron had fifteen and zero. So yeah, that's fine. Say well, he played weaker opponents. You know what? It doesn't matter, folks. It just doesn't. When the when it mattered the most. He played tougher opponents. <coughs> he played tougher opponents in the playoffs. In the finals. That's when it mattered most. Pippen, sorry for you, bro. You shouldn't be a Hall of Famer. Horace Grant should be in the Hall of Fame. That's all there is to it. Bosch shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame either. You're, I mean, Wade is better than Pippen. Bosch is better than Rodman. For crying out loud. Like, that's just how it is. It's just wow. Just wow. Pippin's not that great, folks. I'm glad I could solve that problem as well in this thing. So, all right. Thank you to basketballreference.com for the stats you compile so I could do this podcast and finally put this debate to an end. I was able to cram 14 hours worth of research and do a what? Hour and a half podcast. That's got to be some kind of record, right? So, follow me on Twitter, one guy with a mic. Follow me on TikTok, one guy with a mic. You're going to get more sports history for me on basketball and baseball. We're going to do more of these like podcasts because these are fun to me. And I hope these are going to be, and I know they're going to be fun to you. Because I think there's players people forget. As always, wherever you're listening to me at... Hit that follow button. Hit that bell to make sure you're notified when I drop podcasts. And coming from a guy that really dislikes LeBron James. LeBron James is the GOAT. Enough said. The facts, the stats state the facts. 
LeBron's the GOAT. No matter what you think anymore. Whatever you think is done. It's over. Would I t- Since they both play two separate positions, guess what? I'm taking them on my team, though. I'm going to have Jordan as my shooting guard, and I'm going to have LeBron run small forward or the point forward because I know he's going to get Jordan the ball. Like, he's going to... So, yeah. But... Oh, and you guys want to talk about clutch. They're about the same. I didn't get that stat all the way out, but I just I know they're they're about the same. There's only a few it's only a few extra things different. It's not that big of a deal. Like if you if you're talking about one or two points, it's not that huge, I'm telling you. So LeBron's the GOAT, end of discussion. And if your friends want to argue you still that Jordan's the GOAT, tell them to come listen to an hour and a half podcast. Of how I break down everything. I'm out. Have a great day. Deuces. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude. And I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact... Here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. The Pigskin Tales podcast is all about the lesser-known pro football players. Yes, there are stories about the ones we know, like Brad Tarkenton and Harold Red Grange. But have you ever heard of Ernie Nevers? How about Dave Osborne or even Grady Alderman? These men created their own path to the NFL. How did they do it? Listen to the Pigskin Tales podcast. Now streaming on your favorite music platform. Go to pigskintales.com. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.